Okay, boys, we are back. It is week nine, college football. Uh, wow, it's week nine, and you're one up in the bet board. We're, I'm one up on the bet board. We didn't have one last week, which... I, uh, I let you cool off for a little bit. You let me cool off. Uh, we're semi-remote. I'm remote. Uh, you two are in the studio. Still uh, a little under the weather. Caught me a little uh, case of something. So, but by <laughs> by, uh, by by next Wednesday, I'll, I'll be... My pants uh, off. Yeah, Tyler's over here just dropping trowel oh, it's look, a good thing this on. is a uh, an audio only no, no, format no, no no it's not what it seems but it's the the more offending thing is he's got sweatpants on under that's his exact, jeans that's exactly what, it's, it's all not- dude it was like 65 today now i know you do that when it's cold outside but what the fuck dude <laughs> oh, okay. He hasn't been outside. That's what that no, means. Now that I'm settled, look, that was, first of all, not offensive. I, I had the sweatpants on underneath. That was a little toasty. Uh, I like to crank the <laughs> AC today, you know? And look, we're in the time of the year. I don't love this time of the year for my uh, my, my, my my Excel bill. Sure. Because it gets expensive because at night, heat. it gets down in Colorado where we're at into like the high 30s, low 40s. So it gets chilly. So I like to run the heat at night just to kind of keep it even. Crazy. And then during the day, it gets up to like the low 80s. You got to be <laughs> so better at regulating with windows. You got to... No, 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 yeah. no. You don't do windows where I live. Dude, there are so many creatures outside my window. It sounds like a zoo. There's so much going on out there at night. I can't do windows. I can't do it unless you enjoy hearing a stuff. Birds chirping? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Birds who, chirping who, who and stuff that? getting eaten. And, and dude... There's animals walking by. There's there's builders, mm-hmm. beaving builder builders beavers building dams. <laughs> builders beaving beavers building dams. There's dude. They're beaving. Look, see, I love this time running. of year because I can just leave my windows I don't do open. Windows. No, and it's I like cool enough at night. Temperature. No, no. Because windows it gets too cold. You're then in you got to close the windows and gets too hot, and then you go to close the windows and gets too cold, and then you open the windows and gets too cold. You're doing Tyler it wrong. lives in a wildlife I reservation. I don't like apparently. windows open. I like to keep the windows shut and control the temperature inside. I don't do windows. He's, he's got to be in a perfectly incubated environment, and you yes. know what? That's he's okay. I, I need yeah. you to be comfortable. So you, if you're Excel, if you're you know your utilities bill has to suffer, then that's just the cost of, uh, so of living life. Cost be being the boss. So uh, I don't do well, the windows. Listen, too much too have, la- lack of control with the windows open. We uh, I don't like that lack we got of control. it. You're uncomfortable with it. Don't do it. <laughs> we have uh, eight or nine <laughs> games to break down today. The extracurriculars, which we just recorded, which you'll hear after yes. the football stuff, they were are fantastic. Today. Listen, no, no I, I they thought weren't. they were lame today. We got to do better. Yeah, I, I thought so too. I thought I the extracurriculars were lame today. Uh, it's Halloween episode next week, though. Next, yeah, we, we were off Friday. We did the 13th Halloween was theme. It was great. Uh, tune in next week. I'm singing. Tune in for that. I'm bringing yeah, some yeah. lyrics. Tune in I'm for parodying that, some songs. I'm singing next week. So, so listen I hope to that. you do some but. vocal exercises beforehand. Yeah, um, strong throw but, action. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Before we get to the games, boys, we have to talk about something. It's It's been the biggest story in college football. Um, Can I do we, the breaking news? Is it breaking news out there? Breaking news. Breaking news sounds um, like Army joining the AAC. Okay, let's move on. Let's move straight to the bets. Um, no, that's look, the news this week. This it's the. Uh, oh, there we there go. We Breaking Reporting news from Michigan, right in the center of the Big Ten. It's Will Chambers, fan and correspondent. <laughs> Will, what's the news? Okay, so as everyone, I mean, if you don't know by now, I don't know who you are or what you've been doing. Um, but the, the, of course, the biggest story right now 
is this scandal with Michigan and with the sign stealing and this Connor Stallions dude and how it relates to, you know, Jim Harbaugh and everything, right? Um, it's it's the I mean, it's so big that I haven't seen the only story I've seen about Coach Prime this week is when he got asked about the sign stealing. That's how big of a story this has become. Now, um, we're gonna have an open conversation about this. I, I do wanna hear both of your opinions. Um, but I do have like a, a little bit of a rant. I have opinions and, and Sure, I'm a I'll Michigan move my mic aside. I will move my mic aside because I don't want to interrupt you here, and I will listen to your rant. You can let me know when you're done. Yeah, I mean, look. Look, look, look. You can see me. I'm moving it. He's moving his mic, and that's okay. Look, if you get fired up and you got to, uh, uh, you know, butt in, you can do that too. But he, I won't do it. This is where I stand on it. Again, I am a, for, the, for any new listeners, I am a Michigan fan, right? I've made it uh, very known. Uh, major Jim Harbaugh fan. Love Jim Harbaugh. So... That being said, I want to preface all of this with it's bad, right? Everything, every new piece that comes out is very bad. It looks bad. Rules. It, it appears that rules were very clearly broken. Again, we don't have, we haven't seen a lot of the evidence as of yet, outside of just what people were posting on Twitter. But it looks very bad, and I fully expect that whenever this wraps up, I don't think it'll be in, in the immediate future. Uh, it's that the NCAA is probably going to drop the hammer on Michigan. I think it's going to, I think this could be something where Parbaugh leaves. People are saying he might go to the NFL after this. I actually could see it. Um, if not, they're going to probably suspend him for a long time. I, I, th- I think it's going to ultimately not end up well at all for Michigan. But that being said, we don't know a lot yet outside of just, hey, we know that this one coach, uh, this special assistant, um, Connor Stallions, was buying tickets. Um, they're alleging that these people were recording the other team sidelines with cell phone cameras. We haven't seen any of that video yet, but again, it sounds like it's that, that I don't think that there's any reason to believe that that report isn't true yet. Right. So it's bad. Um, what I will also say is that it seems pretty clear that the NCAA has an ax to grind with, with Harbaugh right now. And I think this does go back to, you know, the, the he self-imposed, uh, three-game suspension because of this whole uh, recruiting violation stuff that's going on. You know, him making public comments about how it was just about a cheeseburger actually prompted the NCAA to make a comment and say this has a lot more to do than that, right? Like, which they never do. They don't comment on those things. So I think that there clearly is an ax to grind um, on the part of the NCAA. And there's been interesting news even today out of some Michigan sources basically saying uh, because f- for over the last week, a lot of people have been speculating about who are the leaks, right? Who are the who are the ones that brought this to the NCAA? Of course, everybody was like, "Oh, I bet it's Ryan Day. I bet it's James Franklin. I bet it's a Big Ten coach, whatever." Uh, now there's a pretty legitimate Big Ten. So John U. Bacon, who is kind of like the Adam Schefter of Michigan football, he has basically come out and said, "I can pr- pretty much guarantee that the source is actually this one guy. I don't remember his name, but he's a this guy's a Michigan alum." He is a booster, and apparently he hates Jim Harbaugh. And not it, like it, it's gotten more in depth with just this. So this guy also like sits on a board of like now he's not an owner, but he sits on some special board for the Minnes- sabotage because so, he hates Harbaugh. So apparently, and this guy did more than he's been trying to get Harbaugh for years. So apparently, this guy is like a he's a major Detroit businessman again. I have to Google his name. Um, but he 
uh, he has he has some really close, important role with the Minnesota Vikings. And so if you remember last year, the Vikings interviewed Harbaugh, and then at the last minute they were like, we're not interested. And apparently this guy also like sabotaged that deal because he's in with the Vikings and he hates Harbaugh. He apparently never wanted Michigan to hire Harbaugh in the first place. He wanted them to either stay with Brady Hoke or he wanted them to hire Ron English, who's like the Eastern Michigan head coach for a while and has been fucking terrible, but he's like a close friend of his. And so that's interesting to note. And this guy, by the way, sits on the NCAA Board of Infractions Committee. So that's where it's wow. coming in. Like this is the guy that's leaking information that may have started this whole thing even back to the allegations around recruiting violations. That's what's being reported. Again, none of this has been confirmed, but it sounds interesting. Um, now, when the story first broke, I will say, here were my initial thoughts. What they were com- People comparing this to the Houston Astros and the New England Patriots scandals, I think is is so stupid. I don't think this is anywhere remotely as bad as those. Um, again, it's obvious that rules were broken here and that's, you know, they've been trying to steal signs, but we also know, and we've had multiple big name coaches come out recently, like Brian Kelly. Uh, Brian Kelly said it. We've had, um, who's the Nebraska coach? Why am I blanking on his Matt name? Rule. Matt Rule. Deion Sanders come out and said, hey, everybody steals signs. We know this. Um, and they're all also saying that, like, one thing Brian Kelly said, like, just I think yesterday was like, he was like, it's not that. It doesn't have that big of an effect on the game. He even said, I don't think in my entire career there's ever been one game where I've gone back to the office and said, wow, they really got us with stealing our signs there. So it's hard to measure the impact of stealing the signs. But again, um, clearly they're breaking the rules. Um, I just think at this point, you know, you pr- most people are falling into two categories. They're either like me, they're Michigan fans, and they're trying to say like, you know, this isn't as big a deal as it should be, right? Uh, I'm trying to be as impartial as I can, but I have to admit I'm not impartial here. Or they're Ohio State fans, and I've had many of them reaching out to me lately being like, ooh, they started cheating in 2001, and look at all the records pre-2000. Look at how bad Michigan was pre-2021. Uh, and, and since they've been cheating, look at how good they are, as if, like, the the, the factor of – the who the quarterbacks were pre-2021 also didn't have an effect on Michigan winning games. I mean, you could literally look at one game specifically in 2020 where Michigan turned the season where turned the season around and started to become good and literally became the program it is today and it's when Cade McNamara came in off the bench for Joe Mixon and all and and uh, against Rutgers, they were down like 17 points, they won the game. From that point, literally from that point Michigan has looked like the Michigan team we've seen over the last couple of years. Well, I, I don't want to interrupt you, but I feel like if Do I it. don't step in at some point, he's just going to keep going. Do um, it. <laughs> it, it are, 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 have you gotten your point across? Um, yeah, I mean, look, I, the only the last Cause, point cause I want to make here. Like to, I would like to comment on a few things. The last, I, the last point I want to make here is that um, I'm so happy that this is all happening in the middle of the season because now the cat is out of the bag. And all the teams that Michigan gets to play the rest of the year get a chance to change their signals, and we can actually see if this is what makes Michigan good or not. Because the people that are – I mean, by the way, one of the headlines from Columbus Dispatch covering this was that Ohio State suspected Michigan was stealing signals last year and switched all their signals in the days leading up to the Michigan-Ohio State game last year. And what happened? Michigan still beat them. So the people that are saying this is the only well, reason why. They figured it out based on the footage, but yes. Based on uh, – I and that footage they're showing on Twitter also 
doesn't show cheating. That just shows they're stealing signals on the sideline, which is legal. But, I mean, okay, okay, okay. I want. I have to say, where there is smoke, sometimes we just can't assume that the two are completely unconnected, right? It's like this whole thing is a science-stealing scandal. So, so to be like, well, you can't, of course, do, completely direct the two or connect the two, to me, is like, okay, of course you can't, right? But it seems weird, right? This whole thing, it's just all weird. Now, here's my point, Will. I, I don't personally because this all comes down to what it means to each individual i don't know if the ncaa is going to do a whole lot like i actually kind of disagree with you there i'm not sure if they're going to drop the hammer from what i've heard the from what i've heard good sources have said the ncaa can't do a ton at least right now oh definitely not that, that right takes now a it's while up to do to investigations the right big 10 commissioner to yeah it's going to take a long time right now it's up to the big 10 commissioner Right to do anything mm. in terms of that. So this season, for this year, it's going to be up to the Big Ten Commissioner. Long term, I do agree with you. Eventually, and that's more kind of what you said, is it will take a while. Eventually, the NCAA will, will come down, and who knows what, 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 what Harbaugh is going to be at that point. And maybe a Reggie Bush vacating wins, or maybe right. something else. I don't know what they're going to do. But this does come down to the fan, and what the fans think, and how this goes down. And the the truth is, I don't necessarily agree that it's it's so different than the Patriots and Astros. Now, we may learn about the Astros thing because the Astros we know was systematic. They were wearing wires. We don't even know that right now. But what we know is all the Patriots did was record practices, and that walk was against throughs. the walkthroughs. Yeah, right. walkthroughs, and, and that was against the rules. But you know, let's also clarify this for the audience who doesn't know. The reason why you can't send people two games to scout, this has been a rule since the mid-90s, and it's to stop, it's it's essentially a competitive rule. Now, you could argue that, that uh, NIL has ruined that, and that's a total argument, but that's not what we're talking about, okay? Right. But this was implemented to say, let's not turn this into Major League Baseball, where every year the Yankees, Astros, Cubs, and Dodgers are going to be at a competitive advantage. So it, it costs money to send these scouts to these games. Right. And so right. it's like, okay, if Alabama is going to send 10 scouts to every game and Eastern Kentucky can't afford that, that's a competitive disadvantage. So they said in the mid-90s, you can't do that. That's why it's illegal, okay? So that's why people say, why can't you go to games and scout? You can go to games in high school and scout. You can go to games that, why? What's so hard? That's why that rule exists. So they broke that rule they knew. And they do have him on footage recording, they say, his cell phone up for a large proportion of the game. At least that's being reported. I haven't seen right. it. But this, this whole thing, what, what I think with the Astros, what I think with the Patriots, what I think with Michigan, these are already elite teams. They do whatever they can do. It's so in their nature to do whatever they can do that they do whatever they can do. Now, I will also say a lot of other teams are doing this too. I, th- I don't think that when we hear from Brian Kelly and Coach Prime and Nick Saban and all these coaches, they're like, yeah, you know what? That doesn't work. Uh, if it didn't work, they wouldn't all be fucking doing it. Right. They all do That's it. True. You know what they this all is? do it. Every this team is does this. this. Why do you think they do a will? If it really didn't work, none of them would spend those resources doing it. That takes a lot of a lot of resources and integration into your scheme to do that. So so it matters. It's the scuff ball in baseball. It's the pine tar in baseball. Well, you know what? Coach, they're using pine tar. Well, fuck, so are we. We can't say anything. They're using pine tar too. This is what's going on here. So when you hear Brian Kelly go, 
Well, of course. I mean, we've never. We've, that's crazy. We've never learned. What do you? This is a this is a club. They are. They're all doing it now. I don't know if this is doing it, but these coaches are probably all going. Fuck. I bet. I, I bet ninety percent of coaches are upset this is happening because it's now putting a spotlight on it. You're right. This is the outside sources. It's someone else doing it. I don't love it, but it's going to give people a chance to say asterisk Michigan if they win the ship. It's right. going to pe- give people a chance to say there's a footnote in this season and it just gives people a reason to say these things and it gives it, it, it allows that to happen. So, right, so that's what matters is the history that we remember this. It's also annoying because, and actually this may end up being a good thing long term because this may actually be the thing that, that gets the NCAA to allow them to have communication in the helmet with the quarterback like they have in the NFL. Yeah. Right? Because that yeah. would eliminate sign stealing entirely. And that's why I think the Patriots thing was worse because they're not, they don't have signals in the NFL and they were taping walkthroughs and knowing what the scripted plays were. Where, you know whereas, what's funny? I thought they could do that right now in college football. I thought they could talk to the quarterbacks, the coach. No, no, that's why yeah. they have signals because they don't have it. There's no communication in the, in the helmet and that would literally eliminate it all. And so that's why at least from an NCAA standpoint, it's like they don't care about the competitive aspect of it. You said it yourself. They did it because, yeah, it was going to cost smaller schools money and they could fix it right now by putting something right. in the helmet and right. it would eliminate sign stealing. And it's just like, what what bothers me, and again, maybe the advanced scouting is a, a bigger edge. I don't know. There's still other way. You can watch game tape. You can watch TV recordings Dude, to catch I, signals. I would think if the 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 it's on a it's on a, a linear scale. The right. better you have cracked their codes, the more effective it is for your team. Right. And if you know every play that's coming, it's going to be fa- if you know ten percent of their stuff, it's you're you're, you're it's it's irrelevant, right? But that's probably why a lot of coaches they may not maybe they're not good at it. This guy's like an ex-military guy. He specializes in cracking codes. He's also he kind of a weirdo. They, that something came out today. Oh, it said, well, you, it "Don't said, you think someone who does this proficiently would be a little bit of a well, an dude, oddball?" Did you see the story that came out today? That again, they gave they took over his they took his laptop. So they're looking all through his laptop, and apparently on his laptop he had a he literally called it the the Michigan Manifesto. And this dude has written a manifesto about how he plans to take over the michigan program like this guy is batshit so um like it like this guy's this guy's kooky and again i'm not Uh. even saying i'm not going to make the argument that i think harbaugh didn't know i don't think that's very likely i think if it is this whole if it is this whole scheme to steal signals i think there's a very good chance that at least harbaugh or you know his coordinators know because they're the ones working it but again it's just like you know, like for years, I mean, people have written stories for literally for years about how good Brett Venables is at stealing signals. And yet, like, no one gave a shit. No one ever said Clemson are cheaters. You know what I mean? Like, like now they're lobbing the cheating thing at Michigan. And maybe again, maybe the difference in advanced scouting is that big a difference to what everyone else has been doing. I think it's very unlikely that other teams aren't doing something similar with advanced scouting or have in the past. But again, at, you know, ultimately, it doesn't matter. Michigan's going to be the one that, that gets to blame for it. But again, it's all very, like, like if 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 it's such a big deal, then teams change their signals every week. No, I get and that it. should I, help like solve you said, it. Th- th- this will probably lead to changes. I think this will. Definitely. I for me I actually I can't help but think of you and your fandom because it's like God I don't want to like come out from Michigan a lot too hard in this but you know I can't help but think and and this is just maybe my own sort of like little way of looking at things but it's like if this happened to Coach Prime and this happened to the Bucks <laughs> right it'd be the biggest story 
Can you imagine <laughs> yeah, what people would be saying? It, it would be, be crazy. Although Harbaugh's a big story people... too, so like it's no, no, no. It's, no but but, but, but that's yeah. kind of leads to my kind of leads to my point. But this would be so. That's kind of why I I maybe react how I do because it's like if this happened to Coach Prime, it, it would be even worse than it is right now. This would be like. I mean, Probably more. now Harbaugh and Michigan are also that kind of target program, sure. right? So people love piling on. Right. A lot of this it has to be coming from Ohio media, Ohio fans. I understand that. Well, and they're but winning too, right? But, so but it's a big deal. But you don't. It's just not a good. look. You don't want to like win that way. Oh, you don't of course want things not. Like that to happen. No, it's a horrible look. Yeah. And again, it's, it's, I'm also willing to admit here that if this was the other way around and it was, hey, Urban Meyer or Ryan Day were doing this, yeah. I'm not gonna have the same view on it. I'm still a fan. You would be attacking I'm not, him. Will. I'm not. I'm not that naive to be like, no. I would, of course, look at this from a very, you know, right. unbiased view. Well, and I so know, I, I until proven right. guilty. I, I get know. why Ohio right. State fans are like that. But again, the whole point is like, what what I hope that the rest of the season is going to prove is that this now has an opportunity for everyone to change their signals before the Michigan game, and we Dude, can actually no just see what the effect that, is. No one thought the Astros were a bad team when they stopped stealing signs. No one thought that Tom Brady sucked when that happened. No one thinks Patriot or, or the, the, the Michigan Wolverines are going to go back to like, oh yeah, they're now a 500 team because right. that happened. No one thinks that. This but is if a, they, a chance for the trolls to pile on. They're going to be a great team still. They're if not they going to be up, as efficient on defense and they don't know the signs, but they're going to be a great team. Maybe. Still. Maybe they won't. And again, if they get their asses whooped by Ohio State or Penn State, then maybe I'll be singing a different no. tune. So. See, but hold on. Again, that's misdirected because maybe it's because they're distracted. Maybe it's not because of that. Maybe it's because of other factors. Because I think it could galvanize I would not bet on Michigan the next couple of weeks. I don't oh, think that. Like against the spread, you mean? Yes. Interesting. Okay. Well, speaking of which, should we get to the games? Oh, let's get a bet board out there. Okay, now first, before we do that, uh, people should be betting with BetUS. BetUS, my favorite place to bet, because you can play roulette, you can play blackjack, you can play a little bit of craps, daddy, at the craps table. But uh, my favorite thing is you can bet on movies, TV shows. We're coming up to award season. Holiday season is award season. That's what I like to bet on. So check out BetUS.com. Now, you may say, Tyler, you haven't mentioned the games yet. Well, of course you can bet on all the games you talk about. You can bet on all your favorite sports, hockey, soccer, everything out there, even the weird, obscure soccer leagues if you're into those. But check out the entertainment bets. Check out the casino. Check out the other things you have to offer at uh, BetUS.com. Put in promo code TAILGATE, and you'll have access to all kinds of promos and bonuses online at BetUS.com. That's BetUS.com, promo code TAILGATE. Love it. Okay, first game on the board here. And again, we have to get a bet board on, on the board today because we didn't have one last week. Let's get uh, one here. And I want to go up too, if I'm being honest with you. So um, Oklahoma minus 10 at Kansas. Kansas coming off a bye here. Oklahoma coming off barely getting by Central Florida. I actually think that what this now – I think this is a bad spot for – Spread or what's a spread, Will? Uh, Oklahoma minus 10 here on the road at Kansas. And again, Kansas with the extra week to prepare is a big deal, but I actually think that it's very advantageous for Oklahoma that they had to fight to the very last second to take down Central Florida because now they're coming in, they're not cocky. I think that's a wake-up call for them. Um, I think that I think that Kansas's offense is really good. Uh, you know, of course, they've proven that all year long. But I've real, I believe in the – I think this is like a wake-up moment for the Oklahoma defense specifically. And we know that Kansas's defense is going to give up points. So I see Oklahoma scoring in this game. And I actually think this is maybe a game similar to like 
the Texas game or some other games earlier in the season where the Oklahoma defense really shines. And again, I think it's a bounce back moment, even though they won for the Sooners here. So I actually like the Sooners covering the 10 points here, Tyler. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. I've got them about 15 points better on a neutral, so I think they are the better team here. I think you look at all the advanced stats. I think they're going to dominate the line of scrimmage. The question is, are they going to be a little flat and let Kansas do what they do and move the football? I'm not so sure. I think Kansas will struggle for one of the rare times this year. I mean, they've proven that they can move the, that they can be efficient offensively, right? Um, I'm not sure if this is that game, though. So I kind of lean with you. Uh, Oklahoma's not a bad pick. Gotcha. Okay, and how no many – uh, how many plays do you have today? I think I got uh, three here, maybe four. Okay, and by the way, the two games that you're adding in, you got to butt in and tell me when we're when we're doing them in the, in the correct early. order. They're early. Okay. Um, so then next up, should we go to Duke Louisville? Um, well, I don't have a pick on that, but I got a pick on uh, the two I sent you were uh, Florida State Wake Forest, and then the Michigan games, the Eastern okay. Michigan, Western Michigan. So let's first do uh, uh, Florida State Wake Forest. What's the spread on this one? 20 and a half. Woo-hoo! And where is it being played? Uh, it is at Wake Forest. Over-under is 51. Interesting. Okay. Uh, what my, do you got my here? My pick here is Wake Forest plus 20 and a half. And a lot of it just comes down to the spot for Florida State. You know, in a 12-game schedule, I don't doubt Florida State's an elite team. I don't doubt Florida State's going to be there at the end of the year. But to navigate a schedule, 12 games, going on the road in these weird spots... You're going to get games where you're up and you're down, and I think this is a spot in 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 their schedule where where they're going to be a little flat. Now they're starting to feel it in Tallahassee, right? They're talking championship. They're yep. talking what's the next chapter, and it's Miami. All you hear is Miami. I heard Miami three times or uh, twice, excuse me, two times this this week on interviews. Uh, one of them talked about how like. 11-11 is uh, good luck because that's the date they play, Miami, right? Mm. They're already thinking about that. So <laughs> I, I understand that Wake – isn't that crazy? Like yeah. how they already – I, I, I love anyone who's focused on numbers like that. It's very similar to like the uh, – Numerology you know, stuff. A, 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 yeah, astrology stuff too as well. Yeah. No, but but in between that game on 11-11 and now they got Wake and they got Pitt both on the road. I know those are boring games, right? Those are hard games to get excited for. So I don't blame the players. They they want to finish the season. They see the end in sight. But this is the kind of game where I think you can take a team at home, getting 20 and a half points. And look, this is a, a team that's gotten up. Like under Dave Clawson, they really have outperformed expectation as an underdog at home. Uh, 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 let's see here. I've got a couple of stats with him on the road. My notes are a little shuffled here. Oh boy. Either way, the, the, the unders hit eight times in a row. So think about that, right? The, when these two teams have played, the unders hit eight times in a row. They know each other very well. And Klaus has been there for a long time. Right? He's been there for a lot of these games. So I think that Wake just kind of keeps this thing close. I think it's one of those games where it's like, whoa, what's going on? Upset alert in the first half. They'll probably pull away. They'll probably figure it out in the second half and pull away. That's why I kind of like two bets here. I'm going to split my bet in half. Okay, I'm mm. going to take Wake plus 10.5 first half. Okay. And I'm going to take Wake plus 20 and a half for the game because Ooh, there is a double chance. dipping. There is a, I'm double dipping because there is a chance that Florida State gets into halftime and says, what the fuck? We're only up 17-14. And then they put their foot on the gas. They, Like I mentioned earlier, they're elite. They have the capability to pull away and, 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 and cover the spread. So... While I do like Wake Forest for the game, that's what concerns me. I really like him first half. So we'll go plus 10.5 first half, 
plus 20 and a half for the game. And uh, I think it's a flat spot for the Knolls. Do we have a bet board? No, I'm definitely not willing to make that a bet board. If anything, I'd ride with you, especially on the first half. I don't, you know, specifically I just don't love Wake. I feel like they got some bad losses on their record this year. Not a lot of great wins, but some close games, so that's for sure. So 20 and a half is a lot of points, and you're right. Remember years and years ago, because you know how I do my names, like Ryan Knight, things like that. Sure. They've been a solid program for a while. You can't ever sleep uh, ever sleep on Wake Forest, right? And so that's where it is. Sleep Forest. When they start to <laughs> start to go down. Forest. Yeah, it'll be Sleep Forest. <laughs> I like but not that. yet. Not yet. Just just okay. it's in the it's in the They're fully you know, awake to for oh. for this game against Florida State. Fully awake Forest. Twenty and a half will take it. Okay. Uh Duke plus four at Louisville. Uh now <laughs> A lot of these games will be mentioning teams this coming off. This one's going to be oh, that's going to be a great game. I'm, I'm excited re- for this one. A lot of these games I'll be mentioning who's coming off a bye. This is the type of uh, the time of year where a lot of these bigger teams are taking their bye, or they took it last week, or they're taking it this this coming week, and it's going to affect a lot of these outcomes. So Louisville coming off a bye here, and to me, this is very similar to what you're talking about about a a team being in a tough spot just based off their schedule. Now, in your case with Florida State, and it's maybe more of a motivation factor. For me, with Duke, I just wonder, like, I mean, they've played a lot of tough teams so far. They've had some tough losses. We know that Riley Leonard is not 100%, and now they're coming in at Louisville. By the way, Louisville four-point home favorite here. I just think that this is maybe a letdown, another letdown spot for Duke, even though they've played well against teams. I've been, you know, uh, singing Mike Elko's praises all year long on, on a, what an incredible job he's doing and how they're well-prepared but I do wonder if the grind of that season might catch up to them. And now they're catching a Louisville program, which is feeling hot with Jeff Brom, and they're coming off a bye an extra week to prepare. So I like Louisville here at home to cover the four points, Tyler. You know, that's uh, that's part of my handicap is this tough spot. And you know how I always talk about that because I think it's something that needs to be mentioned. I don't want to mention obvious stuff or stuff that doesn't matter against the line, but s- spots in the season for a college team yep. in football, which is a tough sport, you know, I look at, uh, you know, uh, I think this also may be their uh, third road game in four weeks, something like that, or at least in four games. So anyway, uh, that's part of my handicap too. I don't have a pick on this because I would lean strongly Duke, but I like Louisville so much. I think Louisville is such a good team with under Brom, and I kind of feel – but here's the thing with, with, with Duke. I feel like you. I feel like you with Duke. Because when I say you, I mean you, Will. You're a hipster. For those who don't know, for those who don't know the show, Will's a hipster. He's a hipster doofus. And <laughs> and Will is often, I'll give him credit for this, he's often the first one on these trends, right? He'll like know about this weird mm, thing. That's what a hipster finger, does. He'll know about finger widgets before they exist. But what then does here's that the thing. Mean? I don't know. It's What's my example. A finger widget. It's my example. Just work with me. But when finger widgets get uh, get popular, Will Will doesn't like them anymore, <laughs> and he finds another thing to go like that no one else likes. A new so, widget. Yeah, new widget. So to me, that was Duke football. I was on Duke. No one else knew about Duke. They were the cool team to bet. I was making money betting them. And now everyone knows about Duke. Now everyone, like four, they're getting mm. four here. So that's They're not my whole cool thing. anymore. No, no, not cool anymore. Uh, Louisville's a really good team. Okay, and I, I know they lost two weeks ago before their bye at Pitt. But that was, okay, that does two things. That's going to wake this team up under Brom. I don't think this goes the other direction. That That's going to wake them up. But also, did you see that game? That was a weird game. That was my 
most misleading final of the week two weeks ago. They outgained Pitt 430 to 288. They had 28 first downs to 13. They just turned the ball over three times. They yep. just had a horrible, and they lost that game. So that was a heartbreaker. They're going to bounce back. So I don't want to take Louisville because they had this ceiling that I don't even think the data's shown yet because they are a good team getting better. So it's a pass for me for that reason. I'm out, Sharks. He's out. Have you considered taking your education to the next level? Do you want to get better at whatever hobbies you enjoy? Or do you simply want to learn a new skill? Well, Skillshare.com can help with all of those with their huge library of classes available for you to start taking today. Learn from professionals about everything from cooking to social media to entrepreneurship and so much more at Skillshare.com. Sign up today and use promo code TAILGATE for up to 40% off your first month or year, whatever works best for you. That's Skillshare.com, promo code TAILGATE. Okay, uh, and we and this is this next game is your game too. So it's what do we got? Cent- or Western Michigan versus Eastern Michigan. We got a Michigan oh, uh, coastal is, rivalry. This is big time. Well, this is what big in, the, in those parts. What's the spread and where's it being played? Uh, it's at Eastern Michigan, and the spread okay. is Western Michigan is a road favorite minus three over under forty six. We're taking the road favorite now on paper. It may look like I'm taking the worst team here getting points. They're two and six playing four and four Eastern Michigan. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's on paper. But then you look at who they played. Eastern Michigan's four wins are FCS Howard and then three teams who rank in my rankings one twenty fourth out of one thirty three. Okay. One twenty fourth, one twenty seventh, and then dead last, one thirty three. Their schedule is 130th. In that same schedule ranking, Western Michigan has a 70. They played teams like Syracuse, Iowa, Mississippi State, a good Ohio team last week that they could have beaten. And the FEI ratings tell the same story. Western Michigan is 126 defense, but 81st offensively. Okay, They can actually move the ball at a healthy pace. They're going to have a big advantage, I think, offensive line against defensive line. And Eastern Michigan, 130th offensively, 111th defensively for those same FEI rankings, not getting it done with the advanced stats. So I think uh, what this is going to come down to is when the Broncos have the ball, Western Michigan, they're going to move the ball a little bit easier than they have all year. Eastern Michigan's not going to be able to cover their guys on the outside for 60 minutes. They got this receiver... Uh, Kenneth Womack. He's a transfer. He leads the team with 45 catches. I think he's going to be able to get open and have a big day. And I don't trust Eastern Michigan on the outside over the course of this game to cover Western Michigan. Big rivalry. And it's a bit of a a revenge for the, for the program. Now, here's the thing. The Eastern Michigan coach, I don't remember his name. He's been there for like 10 years. He's been in this, in this rivalry for a long time. He's won four in a row here. But this new, the, the Western Michigan has a new coach, and I don't, I don't remember every coach in college football. I don't remember these sure. guys' names. But he's new this year. I like what he's doing. I like what he's saying. I like the way he's approaching this game. I'm always skeptical taking a new coach in this kind of atmosphere when this program has lost four in a row. But think about it. That old coach lost four in a row. They're doing different stuff. They're succeeding offensively. I think it's a good matchup. The rivalry factor adds in. Now we're taking three. It's important. I don't like a three and a half. But we'll take three on the road. So let's go uh, Broncos. We're taking Western Michigan. Okay, we're riding with the Broncos. I dig it. Do we have a bet board? No, no, I'm riding with it. If it's a, if it's a game that wasn't even on my radar and it's a, a best bet for you, I'm certainly not going against it. That would just be you reckless. Are, I, think you, I think you are like one in two lifetime fading me blindly. 
But remember, the one win. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, I only think, three I think it would be a lot worse than that. Well, well the three that I remember, you're one and two. Uh, I bet you don't, it's, you I don't bet my numbers are worse. You don't know nothing. You don't often know. You, you, you usually like have an idea and you lean and you'll go that way. You, it's rare that you don't know anything. Well, but I remember your one win because, of course, I remember the one loss I had. It was Bryant against uh, <laughs> Long Island. Oh, Remember yeah. That? Well, that was, a, that was a mid-season pick, wasn't it? Was, it? No, that was COVID. That was COVID. Okay. That was COVID FCS football. It was Bryant, Long Island, and I just, I'm like, you know what? Give me Bryant. And you're like, yeah, I'll take Long Island minus the four or whatever. That's right, and I won that Long, one. That's Long right. Island covered. Shout out Long Island. I was Island. really upset about that. Yeah, uh, so. <laughs> Long right. Island. Uh, no, I haven't, I haven't watched enough Western or Eastern Michigan this year to really give you a lean, unfortunately. Sorry to all the, go Broncos. the Bronco fans out there, but go Broncos. Uh, next up, a little bit of a bigger matchup compared to uh, Western and Eastern Michigan. We've got Oregon at Utah, currently the Ducks are six-and-a-half-point road favorites here. And, I I mean, look, maybe it's square. Maybe, you know, we know that I take square bets all the time, Tyler. But a team given points on the road at Salt Lake City, I don't – I never want to be the team that's betting against Utah at home. Now, I know they're coming off the massive win in Pasadena – over Southern Cal, and maybe that's a factor in this. Maybe they're actually coming off a high, and they're no longer they don't have the underdog cachet. And this is Oregon. I think Oregon is is I, honestly, I still think they they're probably right up there with uh, Washington as the best team in the Pac-12, even though they lost to them. But it was a close game. It was at Washington. I respect Oregon a lot here, but man, there's just something about wanting to bet on a team on the road against Utah. And I think this number has crept up, too. Didn't it like start at like four or five, something like that? Yeah, money's coming in on Oregon. Yeah. Um, uh, all right, tell me your uh, – I don't know if I want to – if this could be a bet board game depending on if you have a pick here, Tyler. I – you know – I might have a, I might have a pick depending on what you say. Um, <laughs> I kind of strongly lean Oregon. You know, and it's very similar to my USC handicap last week. Only difference is I actually trust this fucking team this week <laughs> right. and this defense. Like, it's 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 a rinse and repeat, right? I think over the course of the game, Oregon's offense will certainly they're just almost as efficient. Let's look up some efficiency stats real quick. I got it pulled up. So USC's efficiency, they are seventh offensively. Oregon mm-hmm. is holy shit. Is this right? They're third offensively, so they're even better according to this FEI advanced statistics. What right. that means is. I trust them to do what USC could have done and did last week offensively, but defensively it's a whole different story. They're going to stop the run. They're going to force this quarterback into all, all kinds of situations. So I think the handicap is actually very, very similar to USC last week. Okay, It's about this Oregon defense and Bryson Barnes not doing what he did last week against that 77th FEI defense right. and looking different, different against Oregon. So I actually think Utah has a good day. I think they have a successful day defensively. And gave Oregon some fits, but we're talking about six and a half over four quarters. That's what you got to remember here, right? So um, I just see a team that went all out last week in Utah coming back home. That matters, but, you know, Oregon's not every team that goes to Utah crumbles. Not every team right. that goes to Utah is in this shootout at the end or in this, in this you know, close game at the end. I'll take Oregon, a good team on a mission, still capable of blowing them out and and we'll see what a good defense can do with this quarterback when you have a good offense i think six and a half is a good number here so i'll make oregon a play will if you're going to take utah 
No, Kier, I think you're definitely right because certainly the Oregon defense is not USC's defense, right? I think you're totally right about you know or, uh, Utah's not going to be able to move the ball as easily on Oregon's defense. I fully believe that. But even still, I mean, look at this game last year, which was in Eugene, by the way, and no, uh, I Gene. <laughs> it was in it was in Eugene, Oregon, home field for Oregon, and they only won that game by three points. And so, and they only scored twenty points, and that was a pretty so prolific what? Oregon offense last year too. And so, what I'm saying is maybe here's what I'll say: Is this the game where I can get my half point and we can make it seven and make it a bet board? You know, he's 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 learned a lot. <laughs> here's the reason why I'll say yes for you <laughs> and for the audience and and for the audience. Is it is a bit asymmetric for me, right? Because if it lands on seven, then we tie, just like yours. The same thing for you, same situation for you. So, worst case scenario for me is we get a tie here, right? Because I'm going to be pissed if you bought off the seven onto six early and onto something like that, and then it landed. That then I'd be upset. So we're going to a seven. If it lands seven, I will be upset. But look, when I bought a half point, the only time this season it mattered, it landed on the fucking number. <laughs> so, right. So. Uh, you know, hopefully it doesn't matter for me, but yes, I will give you the half point. Use it up. You use your card. Okay? Let's go. But you got oh, you got uh, Utah plus seven, Oregon minus seven, and a bet board. Boom, Amazing. Baby. Amazing. I'm so There we pumped. go. Um, okay, That's the first sorry. bet board in, in, in days. It feels nice. It feels good. It feels great. Not it does the rust feel good. Off. Oh, now I'm hungry. Now really watch good. the next five games are going to be bet boards. <laughs> I got the itch. <laughs> okay, well, we, we next have a rivalry game. The largest outdoor cocktail party in the world. Uh, is, now, is it in the world or in America? If, well, I mean, if it's the largest outdoor cocktail, uh, outdoor cocktail party, it's going to be in America by default, right? Mm. I don't know. Yeah. There's some drinkers around the world, Tyler. But uh, uh, You got a bet here, Will? Georgia, I think I have a bet here, Will. Georgia minus 14.5 at Florida. Both these teams actually coming off a bye here. Um, Do you have a bet, Will, a bet? Now, normally I would say both teams coming off a bye is a wash, right? It's not really an advantage either way. Now, this game is played neutral field, by the way. I believe it's in Jacksonville. Um, So, uh, technically a little more home field for Florida. Florida's been improving a lot, but I think that when you have an extra week to prepare uh, for both coaching staffs, then maybe it becomes, well, which coaching staff do we respect more? And in this case, I think if you give – uh, Kirby Smart an extra week to to prepare and the, and on the other side it is uh um oh my gosh what's wrong with me Florida head coach why am I doing this Florida's oh, head no, coach Napier Napier Nap- Billy Napier goodness gracious um Napalm <laughs> Billy Napalm that that's a sick nickname actually Napier's Napalm and it's like a hot sauce let's do, no let's, don't do oh, that to me well, that's, that's get, my role let's get Boom. that going like <laughs> Napier's Napalm one. um. I think so. You I ha- was distracted by you. You know what you could tell when me and Ryan were listening. Okay, no, I was. I just uh, the only name that came to mind was Mike Norvell. No, but I looked at Ryan because me and Ryan are in studio. I'm here. God damn, like, Ryan, Walgie, say something. Ryan was leaning back. Ryan was he was leaning back. Don't uh, don't just don't, don't Mike lie. Mike Norvell in my head. You were lying. Uh, I can hate it when I can picture a guy and I can't think of his name. So that was killing yeah, me with Billy exactly. Napier. But but. but the advantage yeah. has to go to Kirby Smart here. It's such a superior What's the line coaching here? 14 staff. Fourteen and a half. Um. Again, I it's, I think it's going to be in a, a very big favorite pick, which I don't love. I'm afraid that you're about to say you're on Florida minus 14 and a half, but I think that extra week of preparation, I think, again, I think Georgia, um, I still 
my gut tells me we haven't seen the best out of Georgia yet, and we're just waiting on one of those blow-up weeks. I'll take Georgia minus 14.5, Tyler. Uh, yeah, I don't uh, disagree with that. <sighs> I, I'm also on Georgia minus 14.5. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I actually have them 16, almost 17 points better, like 16.75-ish. Uh, and this is on a neutral. So it's a numbers play for me with Georgia. And I think that, like you said, uh, the bye week means a lot. They're going to look at this game differently. These players have had a really uh, mediocre season so far. You know, they've been downgraded in a lot of rankings. Right now, Michigan's looked at as the best team in college football. Right. But I think that as a kid, as a player, going on the road for a game like this, it's uh, it, it'll get you pumped up. It'll get you focused. It'll get you reset. And it's a neutral atmosphere, big game. It doesn't matter if Florida is Florida because the 65th best overall FEI defense is going to be in for a long day, and I think they can cover this spread. So look for Georgia to make an impression in a season where they've really underwhelmed so far, and I like the favorite here. I'm going to get my charger before my computer dies, and I'm going to get some more water too. Get your charger, baby. Um, incredible. Well, the next game up, and again, this, if we're going to have a bet board, this could be great because you might not hear my, my breakdown at all, Smitty, but uh, Tennessee at Kentucky. Currently the Vols are three-and-a-half point road favorites here now Kentucky coming off the bye Tennessee uh coming off you know a a a strong performance last week um I think this is a a ripe opportunity for Kentucky to get a big upset win at home now Tennessee's been been looking good I mean I know they lost to to Alabama but to me like they've yeah exactly and like to me they actually like showed a lot of good things in the first half that made me act like as weird as it is to sound. They were up twenty to seven in the first th- half. Exactly, and then they you know they gave what twenty seven points straight uh, or twenty four straight points. So yep. the second half was bad, but what the first half showed me was that this this Tennessee team actually is capable of coming out with a strong game plan. I think it speaks to Josh Heupel's abilities as a head coach. Now. Sure. It's a tough spot, though, coming off the rivalry loss and now going on the road to, K- to right. Kentucky, where Kentucky had a bye week to prepare. Um, I'm back, Ty- Will. He's back. He's back. He, he missed all my breakdown, but that's okay because I haven't given my pick yet, and it might not matter. Ryan, would you like a, uh, a carrot cake cookie? <laughs> Is this the time? Probably <laughs> not, but would you like one? Carrot yeah, cake. Yeah, I love one. It's like a, yeah, it's like, a, it's like a carrot cake Sa- cookie. A cookie sandwich, like an Oreo type thing, <laughs> but in the delicious. middle is the uh, frosting because you got to have like a little good. frosting on a carrot cake, and sounds then the cookie good. part of the sandwich is like the carrot cake. Yeah. Would you like I love one? A carrot cake. I'll, I'll get you one. Yeah. Okay. Get well, I'm one. not going to hear the last part of your handicap because I'm going to get him his uh, carrot cake cookie. <laughs> well, do you have a pick on this game? Oh, he's out. He's he left. Doesn't matter. Um, he's up. He's up. Up and moving, folks. Um, we do things loose uh, on this podcast, <laughs> Mitty. Um, I I think this is a a bad spot for Tennessee. I like Kentucky coming off the bye. Um, you look, you know, historically at this matchup here. Hang on, let me pull this up really quick because I want to see how – I can't remember. I looked at this earlier. I want to see how Kentucky actually compares the last few matchups against Tennessee. Um, oh, man, this is killing me. My, my internet's not loading. Fuck it, whatever. We're taking We're taking Kentucky here – at home, Smitty. How do you feel about that? I love it. All right. I love it, too. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, we're just doing a podcast. We're just doing Yeah, no, no big deal. We're, yeah, just re- you know. <laughs> we're just recording, shucking and jiving while Tyler's out uh, getting cookies, getting we'll water. Just, 
we'll just delicious. bend to your will here. Dude, there's yeah, very, they're very delicious cookies. You guys Tyler, have no do you want to go fill up, fill up your gas I mean, tank look at this too, guy. real quick? Look, look at that. Look. Look at okay, that, that looks really amazing. <laughs> I'm really excited for it. Hold you, on. You have to give a quick review. Yeah, quick um, review. Okay, but what did, what are we game are we on? <laughs> Tennessee at Kentucky, Vols minus three and a half. Do you have a play Ooh, here? Oh, do you have a pick? Yeah, but what I want to hear yours first since I already oh, gave it. You, he's you get to go. Me. The audience already hey, knows. You okay. could have sat in and just listened during the show. <laughs> okay, I'm okay, glad okay. he didn't. Oh, is it good? Oh, my oh, God. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, hold on a sec. Okay, okay. <laughs> Smitty's really, I mean, this is, a, this is so, a, a serious reaction. So, for the listener, imagine it almost looks like a mini ice cream sandwich. That's how beefy this little cookie is. Yeah. And it. It has the consistency of an oatmeal cream pie. Kind of does, yeah. Oh it my does. god, it's fantastic. Yeah, but it tastes like <laughs> carrot cake. Oh yeah, man. Mm-hmm. And and then the the frosting is actually pretty good. High quality. It's great. Yeah. What'd you give it? Ten out of ten. Okay, ten. That's the first ten out of the park. Given. Okay, boom. By the way, I, I, I pulled it on my internet. I finally started working again. Um, uh, Tennessee's won two in a row here against Kentucky. Last one Will's the was the only one in, doing his job. Was in Knoxville, <laughs> for forty-four to six. It was a blowout. Um, but Tyler, what's your what's your pick? Uh, my pick is Tennessee. I'm taking the favorite, and I'm taking a lot of dogs today too. But I'm on the I'm on the road favorite. Minus three and a half, huh? Yeah, yeah. Smitty, um, hit hit the fucking button. Oh, let's go! Okay, so let me get my I handicap. Like Kentucky I don't, plus I'm three sorry and a half if here. I repeat anything you said because I was getting cookies. Okay. <laughs> um, I I personally Very think Kentucky podcast is I think Kentucky's a little overrated this year. Um, now, I say this because of the advanced stats, because it's really tough in college football to tell how good teams are. And I don't care if it's the end of the year and, and we play the entire season. Even the best teams, the, the best teams who win the championship usually have like three meaningful games where they play real elite competition. We get to say, OK, that's how good they are. So I look at Kentucky's schedule. I, I don't they're a perfect example. I don't know what to make of Kentucky this year. Yes, five and two looks good. Like. We know they're not a bad team. We can all agree they're not a bad team, certainly. But where do you kind of rank them in this whole hierarchy of these middle tier of teams? That's the question here, right? They're well coached. But, I mean, I, I essentially say in a game like this, we can throw away their offensive stats against Ball State, Eastern Kentucky, Akron. That's my point. Like, at, what, at what point do we know how good they are? So uh, let's look to, look to FEI. Right, opponent adjusted stats. That's what we can do here. FEI Kentucky is 53rd offensively, 40th defensively. Compare that to Tennessee, who's 18th offensively and 13th defensively. Look, I know Joe Milton's had his issues. I know offensively that they've had their struggles, but I think they're going to be able to run the ball. I think I think they're going to be able to control this clock a lot more than people think because they haven't done it consistently. But when they go on the road, suddenly they they like it clicks for them. So they're a different team, I think, at home than on the road. I'll trust this and. Uh, uh, two rivalry games in a row. That's the only reason why it's like, how much do we downgrade Tennessee, right? So I think if this gets like four and a half or so, then I would start to question. Even four, it's, it's I think, a good bet still. But I think two rivalry games in a row isn't as big of a deal as it might normally be because last week was uh, Alabama. And that wasn't 31-30 in the fourth quarter. We talk about high leverage, high stress quarters, high stress uh, snaps. I'm sorry, but Tennessee, sorry, Tennessee fans, you didn't have a lot of high-stress snaps last week because you got up, and then you got down, and then it was over. So I think this week you get a chance to rebound quickly. You got another rivalry game, huge game to to flip the switch. I don't think we see the lag 
that we see in, in, the, in these classic spots. So, um, but you could make that point. It's like a spot thing for Tennessee, two rivalry games on the road. I don't think it's as big of a deal. So, yeah, we'll take the road favorite. Is it three and a half? Three and a half. Three and a half on the give, road. Give me the cats. Let's go Kentucky. Okay, last game we got here on the board, Ohio State at Wisconsin. Currently, the Buckeyes, 14-and-a-half-point road favorites here going into Camp Randall. Now, this is interesting because feels a little bit like a trappy situation for the Buckeyes. Now, they come off the big win against uh, Penn State last week at home. Now they got to travel to a tough – do you guys hear that? I heard that. Yes, I did hear that. What was <laughs> so, that? There's a motorcycle going by my window. Sorry. Oh, that is a, <laughs> I got my headphones in. It scared me. Um, <laughs> um they they come off the big win against Penn State. Now they got to go at a a tough road environment here uh, in Camp Randall, and you have Luke Fickle, who um, has familiarity with the Ohio State program. Of course, he's a graduate from there. To me, what would worry me the most if I was an Ohio State fan is, I think that Luke Fickle um, is very picky about jobs that he would take. Right, he left Cincinnati for Wisconsin. I think he very specifically wanted to be, if he was going to go to the Big Ten, he was going to be in the Big Ten West. Now, of course, the Big Ten West isn't going to exist after another year, but I think he wanted to be specifically at a program that isn't playing Ohio State all the time. And I think that he is waiting. I think in his mind, he's probably thinking, if anything goes wrong with Ryan Day or Ryan Day leaves or he gets fired or whatever, to me, he's the guy who's the coach in waiting. Um, he's He did a great job at Cincinnati. We know what quality of coach he is. This could be a statement opportunity for him if he were to beat his alma mater, right? However, my biggest issue here is like I just don't see how Wisconsin is going to score on this Penn State or on this Ohio State defense. Uh, we saw what they did to the Penn State offense last week. Um, four and a half, fourteen and a half seems like a big number, especially for a road team. But again, I just don't. I don't think that Wisconsin's defense has proven to be all it's that 15, great this year, sir. Fifteen. Yeah, it's fifteen. Okay, well, I guess not that big a deal from 14.5 to 15. Um, I, I'm taking the Buckeyes here, minus 15. Again, I just don't think – oh, oh, he's got his hand up. We got a bet board? Ooh, we got a bet board. Oh, yes, we do. Three of We're them. taking Scotty, taking Scotty, and oh, plus the 15. Let's go. Okay, give me the uh, breakdown. It's a, it's a breakdown. Well, <clears throat> you hear that? My notes? Shuffling his notes. Mm-hmm. He still prints them uh, out, folks. It's 2023. Mm-hmm. Prints out all his notes. Despite uh, <laughs> despite taking the Badgers last week, uh, we kind of worried for a while in that game, didn't we? Yeah, right? We worried for almost all the game, yes. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. And I got to witness all of it. <laughs> yep. yep. Now they pulled away and great. covered, thank God. But we Got ta- real quiet there for a little bit. <laughs> we talked about that last week. That that was a look-ahead spot. We knew they had Ohio State coming this week. We knew that was one of the issues that could have crept up, and it did. It was close there for a while. So I think that's part of why Will's fading Wisconsin this week is he bet on him last week. It was close. He escaped, so he's just going to naturally fade him this week. It's classic Will move. Classic. No, classic. I, you know, I mean, I love to bet against Ohio State. How are they going to get No, you don't. From? You often take Ohio State on this, on mm, this show. I disagree. Um, but let's talk about the matchup. Let's talk matchups, okay? Um Ohio State, obviously, will mention it, elite defense. Like, no one's arguing that. Uh, they're number three, FEI. So, opponent adjusted. It's not like who they played matters, but number three overall, FEI. Very, very, very good defense. Maybe one of the better defenses this year, if not the best. Um, 
but the offense has actually struggled against defenses who rank in the categories that Wisconsin ranks high in. As a matter of fact, I grouped them this year in those defenses, very similar to Wisconsin, at least Wisconsin, but they do well, and then teams who don't, right? Notre Dame, Maryland, Penn State. I think those are kind of similar defenses. I'd say, honestly, Notre Dame out of those three has a better defense if you're going to talk about the trenches consistently, EPA. But overall, EPA is, is a static uh, expected points added against those defenses. Notre Dame, Maryland, Penn State, 63rd in the country. Against any Indiana, Youngstown State, Western Kentucky, and Purdue, 14th in the country. So they do very, very well. They're very efficient. They score a lot of uh, uh, much easier against those kind of defenses. I don't trust them in this matchup where you plug in the numbers and you say, okay, how have they done? It hasn't been good so far. So I expect a low-scoring game. By the way, over under 43 and a half. The market expects a low-scoring game too. They, th- they think this is going to be, what, 30, I don't know, 30 to 10, uh, 35 13. to, yeah, 35 or, yeah, 30, 15, 30 or 29 to 14, something like that, like right in that range. They see this being a low-scoring game. I think Wisconsin actually can do enough to keep this close. I disagree with a lot of people on what we're going to see this Saturday from Wisconsin's offense. Now, I don't think it's going to be like blowing anyone away. Okay. I don't think they're going to come out and score 45 points, but Braden Locke looks like you would expect a talented freshman quarterback to look. And I think he is going to progress mightily week to week. The coaching staff won't ask him to do, to do too much. Look, listen to, to, to the staff, this kid, everyone on this offense. They want it. They're not afraid. They're going to go after this game, but they're going to do it in a very smart way, a very tactical way. No one's going to be asked too much. So I think if Ohio State can can just stop this rush, you know, time and time again, which I get it. Like, there's nothing that says they can't. So right now for me to say, of course, they're going to run on Ohio State, that seems silly, but I just believe Wisconsin's going to do enough to keep this thing within 15. That's why we take the spread. I love the fact it's a 630 central kick, night game at Camp Randall. Keep it within 15, boys. Win me a bet board. We'll take uh, Scani at home. Three bet boards after not having one last week. Let's recap. Let's recap. What right, are they? We got uh, Oregon at Utah. Uh, we, we The bet board, the, the spread is six and a half, but I bought my half points. So we've got that at seven. I'm on Utah plus seven. Towers okay. on Oregon. Uh, we've got Kentucky, Tennessee at Kentucky. I like Kentucky at home plus three and a half. Tyler likes Tennessee. And then we have Ohio state at Wisconsin, 15 point spread here. I'm on the Buckeyes. Tyler is on the Badgers, Bucky Badger. Now Knights of the square table parlay time. I know Smitty has been putting one together while we've been jibber jabbering. Maybe the little carrot cake cookie, uh, helped, uh, helped inspire something in his brain. But here we go. I got I got four for you. Okay. First of all, we got I'm taking Ohio State minus uh, 15, including that in the parlay. It's going to be a bet board victory for me as well. I got Louisville minus four. I'm jumping on Tyler here, jumping on the Wake Forest train with Don't Tyler. Don't jump on me. <laughs> I'm jumping on the Wake Forest train with Tyler. Wake Forest plus 20 and a half. And lastly, taking the Sooners minus 10. That's my four. Okay. I got a long one. Okay. Okay. Now, a couple of these are going to be in the Patreon that I gave out on Monday, but uh, this is all going to be Moneyline parlays, okay? So we're taking Oklahoma on the Moneyline. They're like around minus 340. 
We're taking, let's go down the list here. We're going to take uh, UCF on the money line around minus 280. We are going to take Western Michigan. Like I mentioned, that's going to be a big key here because they're like minus 160 or so, money line. Okay. Oregon, money line. Ducks. Air Force, money line. And then finally, we are going uh, North Carolina, money line. Bounce back. So that all pays Dig about pl- that all pays about uh, plus a five to one. North nice. Carolina, Air Force, Oregon, Western Michigan, UCF, OU. It's got Broncos. Smitty, what do you got? <laughs> I got uh, Minnesota minus seven. By the way, can we clarify what this is? Because I'm always terrified giving these kind of picks out, and my you know my this, voice can be traced. This is what you put your savings on, right? Knights. This is Knights of the Square Table, meaning yep. we're being square. This is a silly parlay that I would put one dollar on max. That's I my disagree. advice. I disagree. I think I think you take out a loan for this because it's going to pay out so much. <laughs> but I'll make it with Bet everyone out there, folks. I'll put a. I, I'll actually put five on it myself. Okay. So Smitty. there you go. Smitty's got Minnesota. Right. Who else? Minnesota minus seven at home against Michigan State. I got Purdue plus two and a half on the road against Nebraska. I got Cal plus 11 covering against USC. Mm. And then I got Arizona State covering plus six. Oh, no. Come on. Arizona State's got uh, uh, oh Wazoo. I want to also put Wazoo in mind. There Money you go. line. No, wow. I, I don't like I like Wazoo on the road. I think they're going to have a statement game at Arizona State. I think Arizona State's wiped after that. All right, the first ever Walgie producer Smitty bet board. Let's do it. All All right. Right. <laughs> hit it, hit it. Well, what's the uh, what's the spread there? Six and a half. Uh, at six. So I mean, yeah, we'll we need it. to get Smitty on more bet board games. This is incredible. <laughs> this is fucking electric. <laughs> Amazing. Um, join our Patreon, patreon.com. I'm singing next week. College Football Tailgate. Tower singing next week. Stick around for the extracurriculars. All right, straight to the extracurriculars, boys. It's the Halloween episode. Halloween. We got Halloween coming up. Now, yeah. I'm curious do you guys actually have Halloween plans? Are you guys going to a party? Are you dressing up? What's happening for Halloween for you guys? <laughs> Am I going to a party? Yeah. Um, Allie and I will be watching scary uh, TV shows and waiting for the kids to come by. Last year, we got a couple trick-or-treaters. This year, I think we're going to expect a couple more. But uh, no, we stay home. We give candy out. And by the way, uh, we, we were recently buying candy for this. Whoever is in charge of these companies, I think Mars may be the actual, not the planet, the company, Maybe the actual one in charge of like the Just decisions behind this. Whatever committee of people are put together to organize what candy selections go with other candy selections are doing a terrible job. I want a bag that has Reese's, good call. Snickers, Kit Kats, Twix, no, and all the good stuff. I don't want a little bit of like an almond joy. Uh, uh, How dare uh, you they, they, defame Rolos? They're delicious. But I don't need two of them. They have two good and two bad in everything, right? So they'll have the, they'll have these wacky combinations. I don't like the sure. combinations they're putting out there. Mounds and and almond joys and all that. that but see, if you're thinking like an executive at uh, at Big Candy, right? That's like Big Pharma, but it's candy. Yeah. Big Big Sugar. <laughs> um, Halloween's a perfect opportunity to unload all their shit product, right? They sell the Reeses and the Twizzlers. And the Snickers all year long, but nobody's buying the fucking Almond Joys, or maybe a few people are buying. A few people are buying Dots, but 
not year round, so they can just unload. They're they're, they're cutting their no, product. No, you're, it's you're, just you're missing like my cocaine point. You're dealers. missing my point. These are prepackaged, Ryan. You know what I'm talking. About. These are prepackaged, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, prepackaged like large bags of candy. No, so I you know. Buy the, you buy the right. hundred pack. The mix. It's twenty five to yeah, the mix. So yes. here I, I, I pulled it up. But that's okay, what I'm here saying. I, they're they're able here's to, the local to mix. Okay, cut so the good product with the shit. So it, there's one that has Twix. It's stepped Snicker, on candy. <laughs> Twix. That's what I'm saying. Snickers, Lifesavers, and Skittles. Yep. yep. I mean, see, that's the, a decent one, but it's not like, yeah, like but it's, see, it's, it's weird. They're not moving Lifesavers, so they get to throw them in with the good shit and move the product. That's what I'm saying. They're this drug dealers. Her, this one has Reese's and Twizzlers, which are pretty good, but then they throw a Hershey's and a Jolly Ranchers in there. You see what I'm exactly. saying? So they, they they throw these candies in there. Right. I'm but not don't happy Don't you understand with it. what I'm saying? It's it's the, no, it's, I get a, what you're it's saying. a brilliant strategy I'm avoiding for them. this. Yeah, but but remember our topic last week where you say they win in the in the candy aisle? Well, or in the <laughs> checkout line? Yeah. Well, they're winning here and I think I'm I'm having a hard time admitting it because see, I still again, want I'm, candy. I'm I just not don't buying like it. the fruity with the chocolate. If it's if I'm looking for chocolate, give me a whole bag of different sort of chocolates. Mm, Don't mm. give me the Jolly Rancher or the Lifesaver. So so, but that's my thing. Happy Halloween to everyone out there. Um, that's right. If uh, I'm dressing up as a pumpkin, we got a three way thing. A three way. I shouldn't hey. use that. Whoa! A three piece costume. <laughs> I think we'll say uh, I'm going to be a pumpkin. Allie's going to be a pumpkin, and Layla's going to be a pumpkin. So it's so funny if it was just one pumpkin and all three of you a <laughs> part of a pumpkin. Are you guys dressing up? What are you guys doing? I'm going I, pizza and scary movies, dude. Yeah, that's, he's dressing up as pizza and scary movies. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I will be dressing up as a cowboy, actually. So again, nice. I went to really? I went to this wedding in Oklahoma a couple weeks ago. Right, <laughs> I came back with a cowboy hat. Part of the deal, the the post uh, once the the drinks were pouring and the music was playing, they actually brought out these awesome light up cowboy hats for everybody. I brought Sweet. my loved it. We went to the casino afterwards. It was a hit. People, everyone at the casino is approaching us like, where'd you get those? Those are awesome. You guys are great. So I brought the, the hat back with me, and then I figured this will make an easy Halloween costume. So I'm throwing on a, uh, a flannel. I'll tuck in my shirt. I'm going to get some boots. I'm going to be a cowboy. Nice. Well, I like yeah. it. are you going out? Are you going to a party? You asked if we're going to a party. I think so, yes. I think I'm going to a party. You see, definitely- Ryan, Will, Will's out there, and the, we, 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 all, we talk about how Will's out there, you know? Sure. Uh, that's part of it, you know. He's he's doing stuff well, like and that. a cowboy's good because Will kind of looks like Woody from Toy Story. Toy Story. Oh, yeah, <laughs> got a little Woody thing going yeah, on. Unfortunately, hopefully, the hat- gotta, hopefully you meet a little lady, get a little Woody thing going on that night. If you know what I'm saying. All right, appropriate. Um, R rated. Oh, well, I mean, this show has been R-rated for a while. Immature. But, uh, should we get to the games? Extracurriculars. Should we get to the games? The guy Let's that li- said cunt on the show also brings <laughs> this into the mix. Little um, Woody's. And- I am so upset Will's not in studio. <laughs> As you can tell, Will's remote again because he's fucking sick. I'm sick, yes. Stay tuned next week. It's a, it's a segment I've been looking forward to. It is um, uh, karaoke. Oh, Lord. Yeah, so I'm going to have a couple songs that are... I don't uh, have to sing. Uh, do what are I? they called? Parodies. They are parodies of real songs. It's no, weird you, Al Tyler. Hey, you don't have to, but you may sing along because they're going to be amazing. But okay, yeah, so stay tuned required. next week for some great karaoke. But uh, we got some games this week. Should we get? Should we just dive in? Yeah, let's do our Halloween games. Halloween games. All right. Uh, what should we do first, Will? Uh, so I think let's go. I don't even know if we should. Again, we're going to be time traveling, so we may have already covered this. Speaking on how we talk, but should we save? The, the college football coach costumes for the football content, or should we do it here? 
Let's just do it here. Okay. All right. Then let's do the college football coaches. So the idea here okay. bear, uh, being – now, we've done this before on what they should dress up as, but in this case, it's pairings. So it has to be like a couple costume style of thing, right? You'll see the, the couple where one's the salt and one's the pepper, et cetera, et cetera, right? Um, so you had to pick two coaches here. I've got three pairings. I think you have three pairings as well. I have four. Four. Okay, and then yes. Smitty Smitty's going to be the no, no, judge. No, 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 I, I have three. I have three. I, I whittled it down. I whittled. He whittled it down. Do you want to hear the one that I whittled away, though? They got yeah. chopped off. It was the two that I hate in the Pac-12. It was Dillingham and then Dan Lanning going as Dumb and Dumber. Because oh. <laughs> yep. I can't stand those two coaches. <laughs> so that, that was that. But that got whittled. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, well, do you want to go with your uh, your first one, Tyler? Sure. Uh, my number, well, my first one by my number uh, three or my number one? Whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay. Okay. I don't have mine ranks. Okay. Then we'll just toss it in. Uh, the first one is, you know how Coach Prime and Nick Saban do their Aflac commercials, sure. right? Sure. I think they're going to switch teams for Halloween and go as Limu, Emu, and Doug. So I got... Uh, <laughs> Saban and Saban going as uh, Doug, and then uh, or excuse me, I got uh, Coach Prime going as Doug, and I got uh, Saban going as Limu Emu. Interesting. I, I'd yeah. like to see that. I don't. I can't remember what other insurance company that is, but they're gonna have to pay. Well, because Doug of wears money. sunglasses. Doug wears the sunglasses mm. all the time. So Coach Prime's got to have a sunglasses on. So Coach Prime's gonna be Doug, and then Limu Emu can be Coach can be a Coach Saban doing his thing, you know, okay. running around. I dig but, it. Uh, okay. Here's okay, my. Okay, so that's my first one. My first one here, um, I will do – all right, let's do uh, – this is a father-son costume. Uh, we got Kirk Ferentz and Brian Ferentz, uh, the Iowa head coach and Iowa offensive coordinator. Hmm. Kirk Ferentz okay. will be Logan Roy from Succession, and Brian Ferentz will be Kendall Roy from Succession. I don't know if Smitty or Tyler's watched this show yet. <laughs> no, Damn no, it. Haven't. This kills me. The listeners out there will get this, but the basic idea here is – uh, Logan Roy is like the, the, the patriarch of the family. He's the guy who's running the shit. And Kendall is like his son who's like spoiled and you know, you, you root for him, but he, he never seems to come out on top. So that's my well, costume Thanks for idea. spoiling the whole show for me. So now we know <laughs> uh, what happens. None thanks, of that's Will. spoiler. You got to watch it. <laughs> okay. Uh, should I go over my second one? Yeah. Um, Ed Orgeron, I'm bringing him back into the mix. I don't care. Okay. He's going to go as John Goodman in Roseanne. Okay? And then, okay. how about this? Chip Kelly going to throw on a wig, go as Roseanne. Oh, wow. So we, I got a little, we got a little throwback for the listeners who uh, watched uh, 90s TV. Ed Orgeron, I, Chip Kelly going as John Goodman and Roseanne. I could see Chip Kelly with a wig looking a bit like Roseanne. By the way, Ryan, are you... Ryan, Ryan should judge these. So you got to judge these at the end. And, oh, yeah. Prime, to win. Prime and Saban won the first round for sure. Okay. Okay. But I also sure. haven't seen the show. So that's that was fair. completely okay, stupid on your part. Yeah. Fine. It's a Good brilliant job, costume idea, though. Okay. My second one is Barbie and Ken. Very, uh, very top. Well, that's, right? that's hip this year. You know, that's the first, exactly. uh, the highest seller this year. Exactly. You don't even have to see the movie to know who they are. That's the best point here. So even Smitty can understand Barbie and Ken. Um, now, <laughs> Barbie. Shot there. Yeah, seriously. Oh, Barbie. Delivering that pass below the Well, you didn't see Succession. Bit. I'm just saying. Um, Barbie will be Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley's going to be Barbie. Uh, he's pretty. He's flashy. He's Southern California. You know, he's in a bikini on the beach and rollerblades. Um yeah, I could see Will doing that. Ken bleed, will be uh, Ken's going to be Dabo Swinney. 
So he's blonde haired. <laughs> um, you know, he, he he I think he looks the part. He's maybe got the personality as well. So there we go. Barbie and Ken. You should you should have brought like I brought uh, Ed back in. Good old Orgeron. You should have brought Scott Frost back into the mix for uh, Ooh. Okay. <laughs> I went I went with active coaches, but okay, fair enough. All right. Uh, my last one, uh Josh this is what I always talk about. Josh Heupel is Bobby Hill. But who's yep. gonna go as Hank Hill? I had two. Uh mm. Jim Harbaugh was one. But we got to remember, Hank Hill would never break the rules or do anything that would <laughs> constitute as come across as cheating. So I couldn't sure. make a gym. So uh, Mario Cristobal, I win as Hank Hill. Ooh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I dig it. Um, you know, I have my morals here. Yep. You got. You know who doesn't have morals is this next pair. Um, uh-huh. My pair. I'm calling them the Trenchcoat Brothers. So... Number one is Jim Harbaugh, right? He's spying. He's uh, it's very like uh, deep throat. The Nixon scandal. He's in a he's in an underground or he's in a parking garage with a trench coat in the shadows, yeah. waiting to get his 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 uh, his signal tape. Mm-hmm. And his his brother, that's also in a trench coat, is Mel Tucker, but he's in a trench coat for a different reason. He's <laughs> he's exposing himself to, to people. So it's that's little, the trench okay. coat brothers. Uh, Will's right. getting that round for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so who won the middle round? Uh, I think Will did because he used no! active, active coaches and no! it's topical. <laughs> I get nothing for the Pac-12 Dumb and Dumber? Get out of uh, here. Get Amazing. Right, okay, we got, still, we got trivia? Halloween trivia, right? If you own a business or know anyone who owns a business, consider using freelance work to get great jobs done and save money today. Now, what is freelance work? Freelancers are self-employed experts that you can utilize without having to go through the dragging process of dealing with a business. If you want something done like graphic design, professional, uh, professionally and affordably, Fiverr is the perfect place to check out. Other common things that freelancers are used for, technology, marketing, website design, you can find a personal tutor on fiverr.com you can find a musician to help music for or help write music for your project on fiverr.com you can find almost anything you need professionally and affordably on fiverr.com click the link in the show notes to save on your first freelance experience that's fiverr.com click the link in the show notes to save all right will what game we playing next uh halloween trivia right Trivia. All right, now this one I, I I found online. So usually, you guys know I, I I dive in, I make my own questions, I make my own stuff. Today, I thought we would kind of pass the buck, if you okay. will. Is that okay? Sure. Yeah, lazy. let's do it. Okay. Maybe some coaches do this on a bye week and they lose. So we'll see how this goes for us today. But we've got our uh, Halloween trivia, and it is. Uh, let's see. What is it? What is the the source here now what do you think about mm. me poaching questions are you okay with this will i'm cool with it i mean again as long as it's coming from now the only risk we run here again along the lines of michigan state is what if all of a sudden a hitler question gets thrown in there because <laughs> we didn't verify the source of our trivia first uh that's true um all right let's see here. make sure there's no questions related to the holocaust okay and you know what's <laughs> funny is is i Hold on here. Do a control <laughs> F for anything <laughs> problematic. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, what do we no, got? I here? can't do this. Al Roker keeps popping up on this one on the Today <laughs> one. That was nonsense. All right, this one. Thirty-one questions. All right, boom. Okay. Number one. What yep. was the ancient Celtic fall festival? Celtic. Celtic. What was the mm-hmm. ancient uh, Boston Celtic fall festival <laughs> that was a precursor to Halloween? Um. I don't know. Yeah, see, I don't know if there's a... This one is Sam Hain. <laughs> Sam Hain. 
All right, see, find a find something that looks a little more lowball for us. You know, a, well, hold uh, on, hold on, let's a see. Slow well, pitch. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. What is America's favorite Halloween candy? How about that? That's number three on this quiz. Um, I'm gonna go with. Gosh, I feel like it's got to be Reese's, right? I think we've done this. It is. Yep. It is. It is okay. Next, in what state? is the norm for trick-or-treaters to receive full-size candy bars on Halloween. In what state? In what state? Ooh, I think According I to I'm, candystore.com. I'm going to make Smitty guess, though, first, because I think I have an outside. No. I'm, go- I'm going with Connecticut. Uh, no, you're both on opposite sides of the country. No shit. <laughs> it, yeah, it's Ryan? not California. They give people granola nope. bars. Ryan? Texas. I don't know. No. Will? Washington. Close, Ryan. Uh, Colorado. Nope. Will only forty six guesses left. Oregon. <laughs> yeah, we'll get some of the Oregon. <laughs> okay. Uh, what was the original purpose of bobbing for apples on Halloween? Ooh. I don't know. To By the way, if you were a witch or not, it was fortune telling, <laughs> specifically predicting who was. A, oh yeah. Oh no. Who a, mo- a woman would marry? Yeah. Oh. What a disgusting a thing. Stuff. Bobbing like. Think <laughs> about that now. All of us oh, yeah. dunking our face into a, the same bowl of water with our mouths open, trying to catch fruit in our mouths. Fucking disgusting. Yeah. Okay. Well. Uh, That's how COVID started. Yeah. Right. Well. <laughs> bobbing look, for bats. Look. Uh, 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 I think that's that's uh, enough for the trivia, Will. <laughs> okay, I think that's good. Really I don't think that, that I don't think we're up. doing anything really anything good for the trivia there. Look, I was gonna sing before, and I was gonna do my whole singing act. So we're we're gonna do that next week. It's okay. We're doing it next week. I'm pushing it to next week. Well, we still we're have another. It. We still we're have another segment, it. though. We have our. Uh, we are shoving it. We have our our octagon of UFC uh, or of head coaches, which you, we talked about on Sunday. Our yeah. top, our top four of who we would take. If we, again, the idea here oh, being, we if oh, we, we have do. college football coaches going into an MMA style match, I don't know if this is to the death or just to you know TKO or submission, but I've got my top four and I've got them ranked here. Okay, uh, you go first. Okay, I'm gonna go in order. I'm gonna go four to one. Just give you all four here. So this is in the octagon. Who we're taking? Yep. Okay. Now yeah. number four, I think he's gonna be a surprise. My guess this person is not gonna be on any either of your lists but my number four is steve sarkeesian and it's strictly wow. because of how we saw him being a fucking psychopath when that one guy put his hand on his chest that was a little and he got in his face kid, though. he's got that? some fire in him though he's crazy he's got that psycho in him so number he does four have is the crazy Sark. psycho fire in him yes yep. uh number three kyle whittingham now we talked about him he's gritty he's tough he's got old man strength uh, all those things he looks like he could just you know, uh, lift up a bale of hay with one hand and throw it in the back of a pickup truck. I think he's tough as nails. Uh, he's my number three. Number two, Mario Cristobal. Now, this guy is massive. He's yoked. You know, he's, I he, thought about putting Cristobal on mine. I think that's a good he, pick. I, mm. He's built. Was he like an offensive lineman or defensive lineman in, in, when he played? Because he's built like one. He looks strong. He's, he's young. Off. He's, he's, he's in he's good shape. He's falling into the Miami lifestyle. He's, at, he's eating donuts <laughs> in the morning. He's, he's tanning point. a little too often. Uh-huh. He might yeah, be doing some might be doing some blow though, so that could fire him up as well. <laughs> um, and then number one, Luke Fickle. So apparently, Luke Fickle was wow. like an all state. Oh, he was an all state wrestler. Actually, he made my list, just not in top four. Apparently, mm. he was like an all state wrestler. I think he would mess up a lot of people. He's a big dude, bigger than he looks too. So uh, there you go. There's my top four. Ryan, you want to go next or should I? Sure, I'll go next. All right. 
All right, number four, I got, and mine are picked are based of what um, what they would look like, you know, kind of in their prime, right? Mm, okay. Oh, so you went prime picks. I went prime. Okay, you know what? I'm not going to call you out because I went prime for one of my picks. Okay. So, all right. <laughs> all right, so number four, I got Butch Jones. Ooh. Butch. I like Interesting. Butch. You got the haircut. He means business. He just he does like have the haircut. guy, yeah. dude. Yep. All right. All right, uh, my next one, uh, I'm going Greg Schiano. Oh, the Shiano man. <laughs> you don't want to see him in the trenches. Exactly what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Like a hitman. Yeah. Um, number two, and you guys probably won't know him off the top of your head, but go ahead and Google him real quick when I say his name. Uh, Barry Odom. He's the head coach at UNLV. Oh, sure. He, he was at, wasn't he at Missouri before? Yeah. Uh, Barry looks Odom. like he could screw some people up. Well, man. he looks like he could win a... Uh, a, a pigs in a blanket eating He looks contest. like a cop. He looks like a police <laughs> yeah, <right>. officer. Oh, <laughs> yeah. young Barry Odom. Holy shit. Yeah. He's got, he was a neck roll guy. He's got a neck roll in yep. this photo. Yep. I figured he did. I didn't see that picture, but. Yeah. Okay. I think Ryan's top four may have the edge here. And then yep. my number <laughs> one, I'm good. going uh, Kalani Sataki. Ooh. Okay. Interesting. Uh, I got, again, I got to look at young for all these people. <laughs> Uh, my draft would go uh, again if we're going prime. I'm taking a I'm taking a young Sam Pittman. He's got some fire. Oh, to I thought him. about Sam too. Yeah, he's got some fire to him. So I'm going young Sam Pittman number four. Interesting. Look, this whole, this whole, this all got sparked on the last show with Kyle Whittingham. So I got to put him three, right? Yep. He's yeah, and fiery. I just assumed Whittingham was off the table because we all know. Oh, that. okay. If that's the case, then oh, yeah, he's out there. He's out there uh, cracking skulls. I put uh, Jim Harbaugh number two because in wrestling they do let cheating slide a little bit, and I figure <laughs> you know he'll slip something up, he'll sl- he'll sweep a knee, you know, do what he needs to. He's and then crazy. Uh, number number he one, he punched Jim uh, Kelly one time. <laughs> number number one, uh, you guys again may have to to uh, go schmoogle this one, but uh, Timmy Chang, Hawaii, oh yeah, Hawaii's head coach. Now he's he's scrappy. He's gonna go down fighting. But Timmy Chang is the guy who I want in my corner. Mm. Uh, he needs to improve the football program. I'll give him that. Sure. You know, it's it's tough taking over that that team and and, and what they have to go through. But fighter, dude's a he's fighter. A big I'll take dude him too. He's six two. Yeah, Timmy Chang. All right, okay. all right. I have a bonus question. Yes. Pick one coach to be the card girl. Mm. Well, I mean, <laughs> can we can we use Will's Barbie earlier? Because Lincoln Riley probably. Sure. I'm going Brent Venables. You know, mm, Brent Venables. Venables. Okay. Interesting. Tall drink of water. Okay. Uh, Will, um, uh, you, Will, you can't use uh, the same for Barbie. Okay, used. I will actually go with Sam Pittman because uh, I think you know at least the, the, the top half might look a little ladylike. Uh, That's the real show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So, how about What's that? What's that? What? What about Ryan Walters for uh, uh, Purdue? Yeah, that would work. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Interesting. Okay. All right, fair enough. I don't want to see any of those guys in the phone. Tune in next week. I'm singing. <laughs> Tune in next week. It's karaoke. Can't wait. Get follow the us, mic. I'm singing. Follow us on Twitter at CFU underscore pod. We'll see you soon. <laughs>